The opening chapters of the Bible are the seedbed for the truth found throughout the rest of Scripture. As we study the first 11 chapters of Genesis, we will discover principles that can guide us as we seek to have a new beginning with God. Are you in need of a spiritual reset? Good news. Our God is the God of new beginnings. Let's join Scott Pauley now. Noah was a builder. I don't know if that's what he was by trade, but it's what God made out of him. He was quite a builder because he was called on to build the ark that literally saved mankind from the worldwide flood. So uh, this was a man that knew how to follow divine blueprints and do it exactly God's way. This was a man that was definitely concerned about quality control. He was a builder. But usually when we think of Noah building something, we only think of the ark. Today, I'd like to show you something else that Noah built after the ark that I think is just as significant, and it reveals something about his heart. We come to the closing verses of Genesis chapter number 8. Verse 18 says, And Noah went forth, and his sons, and his wife, and his sons' wives with him, every beast, every creeping thing, and every fowl, and whatsoever creepeth upon the earth after their kinds, went forth out of the ark. Would you use just a little imagination for a moment and put yourself on that boat when the door opens and they get to to walk out into the sunshine, their feet hit solid ground? I mean, what would you do? Get down and kiss the dirt? Uh, What would you do your first day off the ark? Where would you go? Uh, the, The whole world is open to you now, and it's all new, and it's all fresh. And this study, we're talking about finding a new beginning. Life is a series of new beginnings. It wasn't just uh, the, the beginning of Genesis 1 and 2. No, there's a, there's a new beginning here for Noah and his family and the whole world in Genesis chapter number 8. Uh, so where does that start? What's, what's the first priority? We read in verse number 20 these words, And Noah builded an altar unto the Lord, and took of every clean beast and of every clean fowl and offered burnt offerings on the altar, and the Lord smelled a sweet savor, and the Lord said in his heart, I will not again curse the ground any more for man's sake, for the imagination of man's heart is evil from his youth, neither will I again smite any more everything living as I have done, while the earth remaineth seed time and harvest and cold and heat and summer and winter and day and night shall not cease. So we have this beautiful covenant that God makes with Noah. Uh, it, it's, it's beautiful, really, when you, when you look at every part of it. Uh, God did not say that man's heart had changed. He recognized that even Noah and his family coming off that ark were sinners and that their descendants would be sinners. And mankind would still have depraved imaginations and uh, wicked desires. That's still true today. But God said, I'm not going to destroy the earth with a worldwide flood, and God has kept that. Uh, there, there's been great floods, but there's never been a worldwide flood. Uh, verse 22 said the seasons would continue. As long as the earth remains, there'd be seed time and harvest, cold and heat, summer and winter, day and night. And that is exactly right. Uh, many things have changed, but this has not. Why? Because God said it was so. And where was this covenant made? Uh, where was this communion between Noah, who was representing all of humanity at that moment, and Jehovah God, 
It happened at the altar. You know, an altar is a, a place where things die. It was a place of sacrifice. I think it's striking here that Noah has these animals on the ark, but there's a certain number of them that are taken. Uh, though the animals are going to breed and multiply and fill the earth, as God said, there's a certain number of them. Noah said these have been set apart. Uh, these, are, these are clean beasts and clean birds, and we're going to offer them on this altar to the Lord, burnt offerings on the altar. Uh, God is the one who's given us everything, and we're going to give the first fruits and the best back to him. We're going to acknowledge God. This is the importance of the altar. The altar was Noah acknowledging God immediately when he came off that ark. It was not about Noah. It was not about his family. It was not about what they had to do now. It was not about the world. It was about the God who had given them life. You want a new beginning? Build an altar, my friend. Uh, don't spend your life building lots of other things and fail to build your communion with God. I think it's tragic. It really is tragic. We, we live in a world of builders. Uh, people build houses. They build uh, businesses. They build names and reputations. They build social media followings. Uh, they build retirement plans. They build, 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 but yet they fail to build the altar. And I'm going to tell you, if you build everything that the world admires, but you fail to build your own relationship with God, your own fellowship and communion with the Lord, you failed. Because all of life is built upon your contact with Almighty God. That's the foundation. Uh, before Noah built a house, he built an altar. Before he built a place uh, for the animals, he built an altar. Before he did anything, he built the altar. Uh, this is very important because this is a revelation of what God wants from all of us. He wants us to fellowship with him. Uh, has the Lord provided an ark of safety? Has the Lord saved you? Oh, yes. Well, then build an altar. Acknowledge God. Uh, respond to the goodness of God in your life. What, what did this altar represent? What was this an altar of? Uh, may I give you just a handful of applications? I think it was an altar of gratitude think Noah has survived, his family's alive. Don't you think part of that building of the altar was the Lord saying, thank you, Lord. Dear God, thank you for letting us live. Thank you for bringing us through this flood. So uh, one thing you need to build is build the altar of gratitude into your life. Lord, we're grateful for your goodness into our, in our lives to this moment. We're grateful that you are good uh, and that you have demonstrated that goodness to us. Gratitude. Secondly, I think this altar was not only an altar of gratitude, I believe it was an altar of prayer. He's looking to the future now, not just the past. He's got the whole world in front of him. Where to go next? What to do? What's the next step? He's got to stay in touch with God. This is not a day to drift, friends. This is not a day to, to get away from God. This is a day to get as close to God as you possibly can, to be in a place and position spiritually where you can pray and get your prayers answered. Build the altar of prayer. Seek the Lord's direction, and God will give it. Then, I believe this altar was not only an altar of gratitude and an altar of prayer. I believe it was an altar of absolute surrender. I think Noah is saying here, Lord, all we have, you gave us, and we give it all back to you. So we're sacrificing here to say, it's all yours. We're yours. Uh, that's kind of the point of an altar, you see. And the great thing about the Lord's altars is that they're not just a, a place where things go to die. They're the place where things come alive. 
God will give you life and joy and purpose and meaning at the altar. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Noah did it in his generation. We must do it in ours. Build the altar. Build the altar in your own heart. Build the altar in your home. I'm not talking about a physical altar. I'm talking about spiritually coming to the place of sincere gratitude and fervent prayer and humble surrender to God. And when you come there, God will meet you there. And God will show you where to go from there. Be very careful that you don't spend all of your energy, all of your time, and all of your resources building every other thing under heaven and fail to build the altar. Because only at the altar, the place of communion with God, will you discover what you need for the days that lie ahead. Dear listener, build the altar. No matter where you are or what you've done, you can have a new beginning with the Lord. A great way to experience this new beginning is to have a fresh start in your devotional life. We encourage you to get into God's Word. On our website, enjoyingthejourney.org, you will find a wide variety of devotional plans from which to choose. We hope they're a blessing to you. Thank you for joining us today, and may God help you to enjoy the journey. Thank you.